Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Hello, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks, the only Dallas Stars fan-led podcast slash radio slash show slash whatever you want to call it. I am Brian Chambers, and along with Chris and the patriarch himself, David, our dad, we welcome you. Uh, we are, for the first time, actually like recording a podcast rather than doing like a live radio show. It's been a while. Yeah, that's weird. I know. I, I think I was looking at the, our little sheets or whatever, and the last time we did it was uh, April 20th, and we just been doing one show a week. So... It's fun to get back in uh, into doing this sort of stuff. So, in two ways, as Chris holds up a pair of scissors, threatening me because I made fun of him off camera, uh, we are here to talk to you guys about a couple of things. Um, we've uh, we got a couple of Dallas Stars news we want to talk to you guys about. We've also gonna kind of very briefly mention the playoffs. Uh, but the main reason why we're gonna spend the, the main time we're going to spend on this episode is mostly about the expansion draft and uh, seeing who the Stars are going to select to protect and then who might be the Stars player that might be going the other way. Uh, we have not told each other our picks or anything like that and what we th- who we think is going to be protected. Um, there will be some similarities, but there may not be some similarities. So uh, we'll take a look at that here uh in just a little bit yeah that's code for you're gonna say something dumb <laughs> more than li- <laughs> more th- more than likely hey but at least it won't be as big a dang it uh like the toronto maple leaf so right I- i'm getting ahead of myself but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second yeah 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 <laughs> serious shade thrown at them sorry i can't help it uh okay anyways let's just start with just a couple of dallas stars news there's not much going on right now but uh it- it's it's good to mention it um, today was the draft lottery. Um, yeah. Yeah, so probably the most exciting thing for the Stars to happen since uh, the end of the regular season. But uh, Buffalo is going to go uh, first overall. They're going to make the first selection. And then Seattle actually moved up a spot. They get the second overall pick. And then Anaheim is going to get the third overall pick. Um, for the stars themselves, they don't move anywhere. Uh, they had a 1.7 chance, I think, of getting the first overall pick, and uh, we're sticking with 14th overall, guys. So, uh, 14's a good number, healthy yeah. number. Well, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think this year, honestly, the draft class has sucked in comparison. Well, at it, least is it is it sucky because of the the issues surrounding COVID-19 or is it just because next year's draft class is just absolutely stacked? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Both. Okay. So, uh, and I actually may watch the draft this year because, you know, outside of the top five, because they're, I mean, like the OHL didn't even play this year. The Ontario hockey league, the junior league up in uh, Canada, didn't even have a season this year. Yeah. So thanks for that definition. So like players like Thomas Harley, who play in the OHL, he, you know, he didn't even go up there this season. He played with uh, the Texas Stars all season. So um, I mean, th- it's going to be a total crapshoot this entire draft. And uh, <laughs> th- I mean, I, I mean, there may be somebody that the Stars are looking at 14th overall that somebody else may say no, he's a fifth round pick. 
or there may be somebody that gets dropped like in the late second round that's that you know someone else might have had in the sixth round or whatever it, it's going to be a total crapshoot yeah so crapshoot is definitely the correct word because i don't think any of the gms have any idea what any of these guys are worth well, <laughs> so i mean but is it really their fault uh, other than owen power who will obviously go number one overall i feel like buffalo will choose him there's some I, debate I, there <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, I, I, I guess maybe, but still, I, I think he's pretty much the, the considered number one overall pick. Um, anyways, okay, um, and then I very briefly wanted to mention again just the continued play of Jason Robinson, Robertson, sorry, and Jake Ottinger in the uh, World Championships. They both continue to dominate, and it doesn't look like either one of them, you know, took a back seat after the Stars uh, dropped their season. Uh, Jason Robert Robertson, seven games played, three goals, four assists, seven points. So he's a point per game player for the Team USA. And even though Jake Ottinger is technically the backup for Team USA to Cal Peterson, uh, in the games he's played, he's looked really good. And he's played three games, 934 save percentage, and get this, a 1.37 goals against average. Yeah, backup. Whatever. I, I think that's <laughs> absolutely insane, honestly. Uh just the continued play of those two players, I'm really excited to to see them, and uh, hopefully they continue their development. Um, and I, w- I wanted to very briefly mention this, too. There was a, an article mentioned by Matt DeFranks about how the Stars missing the playoffs is bad for, you know, Jason Robertson and uh, Jay Cottinger and stuff like that. And I can kind of see it, but it's not a bad consolation to see them playing at the World Championships, right? Yeah. You, you, you'll get paid a lot more money for a playoff goal than a world championship goal, though. So That's very I'm true. I'm sure Robertson and Ottinger aren't happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would much rather be playing in, in the the playoffs right now. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now it's time to get to the, the playoff series and where they're at right now because I've been really, really wanting to uh, talk about that uh, – that Toronto meltdown. How, how <laughs> the about Toronto the, lost in Game about, Seven again? How about them <laughs> they, Toronto Maple Leafs, guys? They, how about they, that? They did the thing. They they did the haha, the big haha. No, they didn't do the haha. They actually didn't do it against uh, the Boston Bruins, so it doesn't count. Uh, it's still the big haha. <laughs> it's still the big haha. Uh, I, I I mean, how how bad? How bad is is that? Chris? Their franchise is literally in shambles right now. It feels like <laughs> like nobody has any idea what to do. Like they're gonna fire everybody after they were just first in their division. Like, how is that gonna happen? Right? It's so confusing to me. And Toronto media, as Toronto media does, they're freaking out about literally everything. So yeah, definitely, that's a crazy situation happening in Toronto. And they deserve it. I hate Toronto. <laughs> well, it it's fantastic to see what's been going on. Okay, so uh, what's going on right now is uh, Colorado and Vegas both completed their series. Colorado absolutely steamrolled uh, St. Louis in the first round, and then they steamrolled Vegas Yay. in the Yay. first game. So, um, Boo. Well, I'm... Ca- and here's my take on this right now. Uh, did y'all see the the Ryan Reeves play in Game One? Yeah. What What did y'all think about it? Uh, 
it was technically justice, but it was served in a very bad way. <laughs> but, I mean, if Graves is going to make a hit like that, he sh- needs to be ready for what's going to come to him. He obviously shouldn't have had that happen to him. That was too much, obviously. But he- if you're going to make a hit like that with a guy like Ryan Reeves on the other team, you got to get you got to be ready for it. I mean, still obviously the suspension to Ryan Reeves is definitely warranted, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it be was ready enough. to answer the bell. I don't think it was enough. I, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? I, it, they no, don't play Ryan Reeves. Well, <laughs> they're Ryan, happy that he's suspended now. Well, uh, the, I, Ryan Reeves is a garbage no, hockey player. No, 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 player. no, no, no. I'm he not, sucks. No, no, you, you're, you're misunderstanding me. I think it it was warranted for more, not just two games. I think he deserved probably – I would have suspended him for four or five, uh, no, me the, personally. The, the, the more damaging penalty would be to tell them that they have to play Ryan Reeves more. Because he sucks. Well, <laughs> so they should have not suspended him and, like, have a mandated amount of playing time. That's minimum of ice time. <laughs> yeah. Minimum of 20 minutes of ice time for Ryan to, Reeves. He has to play 30 Or you lose a goal. Game. Yeah. <laughs> then they would for sure have – that's a for sure penalty. I mean, Ryan Reeves sucks at hockey, everybody. I don't know if you all have noticed this, but he's terrible. Well – First off, it, there is the Ryan Reeves incident. Ryan, uh, the the Adam Graves incident. Sorry, the Graves incident. That hit was dirty. He should have gotten suspended for that. Yeah, that's garbage. But, but that, that was wasn't a the hit. that wasn't the only thing in the game that Ryan Reeves did. He, he's Ryan Reeves. He can't he play sho- hockey, so he's got to do something. <laughs> he, he shoved he shoved an opposing player straight into uh, his, his the goalpost. And, and I mean. He didn't make any effort to get around the guy. You know, he just plowed straight through him, straight into the goalpost. And I, th- I thought it was just a, a bunch of bull honky. I, I am surprised at how surprised you are at the things Ryan Reeves does. <laughs> I'm not like, surprised. I, I'm just I'm just shocked that the I'm NHL <laughs> – Okay, well, I, I'm shocked that he didn't get more. I'm honestly shocked that he didn't get more. Because when you look at the Nazem Kadri hit – Okay, the eight games was completely warranted, but d- does does Ryan Reeves really only get two games for two separate incident incidents when Nazem Kadri gets eight games for, uh, albeit a really bad hit, but he deserves more. Ryan Reeves deserves more. I'm sorry, he deserves to get his butt thrown in timeout for the rest of the series. In my opinion, uh, and I'm and sure Vegas would be perfectly happy lose. with that. <laughs> Well, they gain a hockey player that way. Uh, poop. Okay. Anyways, all right. So let's talk about the Leafs series. What a terrible real quick. division. Other than Colorado, that division sucks. I know, all right? right? We can move on now. <laughs> well, Minnesota put up a good fight against. No, they uh, didn't. They, they were terrible. They pushed they them awful. to seven games. Chris, you're an idiot. They pushed them no. to seven games. That was lucky. And considering how how terrible and how mediocre that the Minnesota Wild have been in their history. Yes. That this is this was a great season, and they pushed a cup contender team to seven games. It'll lose around one great season. Good job, Minnesota Wild. You get the Ryan Chambers consolation prize. Screw you, Christian. <laughs> have fun with that one. I think Minnesota had a good year, so screw you. Anyways, okay. Now they weren't expected to beat Vegas, and, and especially pushed them to seven. I th- I had Vegas in five, so the fact that they got to seven, I'll give them props for that. Okay. Anyway. Toronto and Montreal. What the ever-living crap was going on in Toronto? I swear, is this team, like, haunted or, like, cursed or something? 
Do we need to hold like a voodoo doll like of Austin Matthews and make sure that y- we have like a pretend goal or something and have him shoot the puck in the net along with yeah. him and Mitch Marner? Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is other uh, other franchises, like in America, when they suck this bad for this long, they'll at least make up a reason that they're that bad. Toronto's not even making up a reason. They just suck. Yeah, they're they, just bad. It, <laughs> they're just a terrible franchise. Did, did you see Their the, media around them is awful. Their owners are awful. Their management is awful. They can't keep a good coach. Like, I know how everybody's talking about how the players are terrible at all. In the end of the day, it comes down to the players. But, like... Who is the Toronto Maple Leafs coach? Does anybody know that off the top of their head? Sheldon no. Keefe. Yeah, and he's terrible. <laughs> he was very stubborn through this series. He didn't make any adjustments. So I yeah, agree with you. Let me just did. lose lose three straight games. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So let, let's Change go through this nothing. real quick. Let's go through this real quick, okay? So game one, game one, right? Okay. They lose their captain to a freak accident, and, of course, Corey Perry has to be involved, even though it was, com- you know, not not intentional or anything. Uh, and they lose game one. Okay, big deal. Big whoop. Okay. Then in game two, they completely play a fantastic, fully complete game. Game three, it's a little bit closer, you know, and that's more Montreal style of play, but they won the game. And it was a great game. Game four, that's the best game that they've probably played all season, and especially in the playoffs in the past decade. And I'm getting all this information from Steve Dangle, by the way, Christian. So I didn't watch all these games. I watched game five, six, and seven, of course. So it may, maybe I'm the curse. Maybe the reason why the Maple Leafs lost is because I started watching game five, six, and seven. But whatever. Okay, so game five, they're down three goals. They tie it in the third period and then lose it in overtime. Game six, they're down two goals. They tie it in the third period. <laughs> they go to overtime and lose in overtime. <laughs> so, and then, and then game seven, who <laughs> nobody saw coming, nobody saw coming. There were some people that were joking that were saying Leafs in three. That's that's how how the, how they thought the series was gonna go. And then they lose three to one after they gave up a three to one series lead. Well, and if you look that at is, it, games, I, that is games, absolutely terrible. I mean, oh my games gosh. five, six, and seven. Like, if it wasn't for lucky comebacks, that's what they are. If, if a good team is playing you and they have that high of a lead on you, they're going to close out the game. Those are two lucky comebacks to push it to overtime. So they didn't play good in those games. And you still don't make an adjustment there? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's well, pointing it, at the players like, oh, the players have got to step up and do the, do the thing. And But, like, your coach has changed constantly throughout all of this losing in the first round nonsense that's been going on i I feel like that's that that must be the issue your your team is like the best team that has ever played in toronto well and get a load of this too this is an an incredible stat uh with two stats that i that i because i looked up a lot of this stuff for this series particular because it was just such an egregious like complete meltdown this reminds me of a dallas stars game when the stars were up on the la kings four to nothing this is during the Mike Madonna area era. They were up four to nothing going into the third period, and they lost the game six to five. No joke in overtime. That's how bad I felt watching the Maple Leaf. I I legitimately was emotionally invested in the game because I wanted Toronto to win so bad, <laughs> just so they could get over the freaking hump. 
and they don't do it for the fourth year in a row. The fourth year in a row, they don't get past the first round. And I I think this sums it up more than anything. For those that don't know the Toronto Maple Leafs enough, Stephen A. Smith said this, and he said this uh, to perfectly, you know, sum up who the Toronto Maple Leafs are. The Toronto Maple Leafs are the Dallas Cowboys of the NHL. (laughs) Yeah. Complete. (laughs) Yet the Dallas Cowboys have won more recently than the Toronto Maple Leafs. And yet the NHL still cares so much about the Maple Leafs. I hate them so much. They're terrible. We all need to stop, like, acknowledging their existence. Like, maybe we should stay at 31 teams and Seattle can just take their place and we can get rid of Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Because we we don't need them. Toronto is, uh, I think it's the, it's the second most valued franchise in the NHL. I, I, I think New York Rangers is number one, and I think Toronto is number two. So you can't do that. Sorry. And they haven't won in like 50 years, I, I know, think it I was. since A Stanley Cup, the, it's a 50-year drought, the longest in NHL history. And, and it's to the Toronto Maple Leafs, an original six team. They have all of the advantages over every other team. The headquarters of the NHL was in Toronto. They haven't won a cup since 1967. When the amount of teams in the NHL were in the single digits. That is how long it has been since the Toronto Maple Leafs won. That just means that they are a terrible franchise. Like, Y'all are making me feel so much better about losing this year. I know, <laughs> the stars no, are great I, I, compared to the saying, Maple Leafs. I am, just, I am completely just saying I would much rather not make the playoffs than see my team go through that. Honestly. That was, yeah, I agree with that. I, 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 no, absolutely. Like, I, I'm okay well, with staying home if I don't have to watch plant, that. Face plant, man. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's and the not, Maple Leafs lose that bad, and that's not during the cap era. So that's when Toronto has advantage of money over everybody else, too. And they still can't win a cup. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you pay a, $30 million to three players. It's a terrible franchise. They're bad. And, and All right, moving on. I, I don't even... Yeah, I, we got to get off of this because we're going to end up... This is going to end up being like a Toronto Maple Leafs podcast rather than a Stars podcast. Okay, anyways. Uh, Montreal goes on to play Winnipeg. Winnipeg swept the Oilers in round one. Honestly, I would have been <laughs> I would rather been swept than watch what happened to the Toronto, honestly. Yeah, um, the Oilers losing pretty it, it's almost as funny as Toronto. I know. The Oilers losing in four. No, like it, you it's have not two of close. the best players in the NHL right now, and you get completely swept. How bad does Number, the rest of your team yeah. have to be to get swept in four with two of the greatest players? That's that's unbelievable to me. If we had one of them, the Stars would be like Stanley Cup champions four times over. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. If we had one of them for this year, we'd we'd be winning. We win the cup this year <laughs> without Sagan, without Bishop. Like that's insane to me. That doesn't nah, make any nah, sense. Uh, the Oilers the pl- is a terrible franchise too. Make the playoffs, yes. Make win the Stanley Cup. I doubt it. I. Not with the we would, have, stuff we would be we a contender had. at least. I, I, like that's I, how maybe, good they are. Maybe. Did you see how many points McDavid scored this that, year, Ryan? That, that's that's that ridiculous. Was freaking insane. It's they, unbelievable. Hundred five, right? Hundred five, hundred six, yeah. and fifty six games. Fifty six. Fifty six games. That's not possible. Most people like, do that's that. That's literally Most not people possible. Can't even do that in eighty two games. Jamie Ben can't even score like. A quarter of that. So, <laughs> Whoa, they're paying nine million dollars. <laughs> Shots fired. Nine million dollars. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. It, so that's sad too. The two yeah. sad things. So this is what I thought. It's a Canadian only division. There's no way all the Canadian teams can lose in the first round, and yet that's exactly what it feels like happened. Except for <laughs> it feels like the whole Canadian division Except lost. Except for Winnipeg. Winnipeg no, didn't lose. Nobody in Canada <laughs> wanted Winnipeg to win. The only people who want Winnipeg to win are people from Winnipeg. Have you seen that city? It's tiny. Yeah, Winnipeg doesn't it's a exist. Small, it is a small market. That is true. Okay. The only people... Anyways. Like, it feels like Canada lost, and they still have two teams. I, I know, and they still have two teams in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, anyways, so Montreal actually did did end up winning this evening, five to three over the Winnipeg Jets. So they have a one to nothing series lead, despite going to a game seven series and Winnipeg having almost a week off. So go figure. Okay, uh, Islanders against the against the Boston Bruins. I am a big fan of the Islanders. I think they're probably the second team I'm rooting for right now, uh, after the Canes. And uh, I hope they continue on. Uh, I think it's tied right now. Series is one to one after Casey Sezikis. Islanders just wanted an overtime, actually, like D- just now. Just now. Just now. So tied at one to one. Good. Awesome. All right, and then let's get to the to the series we actually want to talk about because I because I feel like a lot of us are as Stars fans are rooting for the Carolina Hurricanes. So unfortunately for us, bunch uh, of divers. Yeah, I know, a bunch of jerks. Um, uh, they are down to the Lightning, two to nothing, and not just that, they lost both their home games to the Lightning, and now they have to turn around and go to Tampa Bay. Uh, it's not looking good for uh Carolina right now, and they just lost Vinny Trocheck too. So uh, on a freak accident play with a knee on knee hit uh, with a uh, Fogel, so. At this fat point, he's almost singing. Yeah, the fat lady is almost singing. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I will be very surprised if it's a sweep. But at this point, I don't see how Carolina comes back from this. It looks like it's going. I feel like t- Tampa's going to win five. They look unstoppable right now. Like I know we didn't we didn't really talk about so much Stamkos and Kucherov coming back, just because we didn't think there'd be that much of difference matri- makers after because not they've been playing hurt. all season. But they're really good right now <laughs> and if y'all haven't seen the the post uh, tampa's like 14 million dollars over the cap right now that's stupid absolutely stupid uh, well, uh. yeah it's a stupid rule but their gm is a genius but they look like unstoppable right now like they look better than even colorado to me and that's who i predicted was gonna win the cup so highly disagree with you there sorry Tampa Bay looks unstoppable to me. I think they're going to win. It's it. They look great. T- Florida is was a great team. Carolina is a really good team. Better than any of the other teams any of these other guys beat. Maybe maybe Toronto, but, I mean, they sucked, apparently. So, <laughs> who knew that? But uh, other than that, Florida is, like, the, I think the other best team that just got beat in the first round. All right, so let's make your predictions for round two real quick. Okay, Avs and VGK. Who wins? Colorado in five. Dad, I'm just gonna play contrarian because I liked I like Vegas so uh, Vegas in seven. No, I it, knew you were gonna say that. I'm a genius. Colorado in six. <laughs> okay, and then uh, Montreal and Winnipeg. Who wins that series? Ah, uh, this, this series is, is gonna one. be close because they're both bad and they should not have won. <laughs> so. 
I'm going to say Chris Winnipeg. Is some serious shade tonight. Like, seriously. <laughs> the Canadian division is garbage. All right. So Winnipeg in three? <laughs> Winnipeg in. Yeah, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna say Winnipeg in seven. Actually, it'll go down to a game seven. Everyone's gonna be so excited, and then in the in I guess the conference final. I don't even know what we're gonna call it. I guess it's, it's just, just the semifinal. <laughs> it's the semifinals. They're calling yeah. it semifinals. In the semifinals, that sounds so weird. Anyway, in the semifinals, they will be destroyed by whoever they play. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna say Montreal. Montreal in six. And so I get to for, be the tiebreaker, I, and I'm and just guessing. One, Went for one player only, Carey Price. He doesn't That's look that good. Reason. Carey Price showed that he is playoff Carey point? Price. Why should I? How? Why should I pick Winnipeg, Chris? Because Carey Price does not look that good right now. I mean, just look at the game that they just played. That was three goals. Like, if Carey Price is really the reason that they're winning, then he's going to be holding them to one and two goals, and that's not happening. I mean, that didn't happen in the Toronto series either. Like, that's not why Toronto what lost. What on earth are you talking about? Toronto lost because Toronto's in game bad. Five and game six, they had one goal, and the only no game six and seven they had one goal, and the one goal was scored with less than two minutes remaining in the third period. Bull crap. Game six they yeah, had two Price goals. Can't do that. Montreal game in seven, five. Game seven. Montreal was, in five. There no. you go. Game Not seven was so bad much. for the Maple Leafs. They were terrible. Did you watch that whole game? No, they uh, of course I did. Of course I did. But they I, were bad. They were bad. But you have to they get credit no where chances. credit is due. Montreal. There's no credit. He yes, had a fine game. Due. He, he stopped all the bad shots, but he does not look like what? unstoppable uh, Carey Price right now. Are we right watching now. the same freaking hockey game? You were insane. Yes. No. You both what agree that whoever wins is going to lose in the next round. Yes. So the, if Carey Price is the reason Carey Price wouldn't lose in the next round, that that, that is playing mediator here between the two of us. Oh no, I'm poking the bear totally. Oh, I'm poking the bear totally. Okay, all right. Well, well, Chris is insane. And no, if Carey Price is really as good right now as you're saying he is, he that is, good in the playoffs. Then he, he can beat Carey the semifinals Price. guy. He's not playing like old Carey Price right now still. No, but old Carey Price is dead. Okay, Taylor Swift killed him. Okay, so we need okay, to move off of t- we need to move off of Carey Price. Okay, He's not okay. the same guy he yeah, was. No, he doesn't no, look like no, okay, he doesn't no, look no, like no, old no, no, no. We're not moving off this yet. Okay, so the only reason why he doesn't make it past the next round is because I believe the Avalanche are going to win, and the Avalanche do not have as good a goaltender as Carey Price. Philip Grubauer is more than capable of being a number one goaltender, but 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 behind the offense that they have with McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen, along with you know Kadri and Don Skoy and some of these other players, and then the defense that they have is freaking stacked. Okay, that's the reason why they're not going to get past the Avs. The Avs are just totally stacked. That's what it is. So were the Maple Leafs. Yeah, but the Maple Leafs obviously didn't have something that the Avs do. The Avs destroyed the same. The Avs are going to lose to Vegas. Why are you talking suck. about? The Blues are barely a playoff team. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, very true. But they still destroyed them. For nothing. So, okay. Anyways, we, we got to move on. All right. Uh, New York and Boston. Who wins that series? Chris. I still got Boston. They played great in that series against the Capitals. I think they could really, they could do really they well. They did. They surprised the Islanders, me. The Islanders look great right now, though. I will agree with you there. You, you called that right again. They're built like a playoff team. 
I guess I always forget it just because I don't see it in the regular season, but I will give you props there. You were right about the Islanders. They look awesome right now too. So, But I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to say Boston in seven. That's If Boston wins, I think it will be in seven. And I'm actually going to go on the flip side and say Islanders in seven because Boston did play a fantastic first-round series against against the Capitals. Uh, and, you know, oh, they're getting all old. Whatever. That didn't matter, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, I'll say Islanders in seven. Dad. Boston in six. Just Boston going with the uh, with the company hometown team. So there you go. All right, and we kind of have to cheat on this next series because they're already down two nothing. But Tampa and Carolina, who wins that series? Tampa. Tampa, obviously. <laughs> Just because they're already up to nothing, I just don't see how. They okay, just go. because I just because I can, I'm gonna go with the divers in seven. The divers in seven. Seven, bro. They're gonna <laughs> yes. win five right now. Fourteen I'm million Carolina. dollars. Going Carolina. No, Carolina's no, the divers. No, he's saying so Car- I'm Car- picking. You calling, you're calling Tampa yeah. Bay the divers, Chris? <laughs> not Tampa's not the divers. Carolina's no, the divers. No, absolutely man. not. Yeah. 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 I'm just just going contrarian. I. I I don't think Carolina's dead yet. It, it's going to be dead. hard. It's going to be hard when they have to play the next three or four games in Tampa, assuming they get to a seventh game. So, I think they're going to be motivated better than Toronto. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Shade thrown by all of us, actually. Okay. All right. Anyways, let's get to the actual stars part. That took almost 30 minutes because Chris and I got in an argument about the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, but whatever. Robbie? Okay, all right, so let's get to the actual stars portion of our actual stars podcast, which we should have done first, but whatever. Okay, um, so what we want to look at is we want to look at the Seattle expansion draft, all right? Um, and here's what you can do with the Seattle expansion draft for those of you that don't understand how, how it works. Um, how this works is you can protect uh, only a certain amount of players, all right? So the players you can protect, you can protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goaltender. Or you can protect eight uh, skaters and a goaltender. And then the players, uh, and there's a bunch of other rules that are all along with it, but to save you the details, I'm not going to go over those. But to make it short and simple, the first rookies and second-year players are not eligible to be taken. So... Those players are not eligible to be taken, okay? And then for our uh, cases as well, because we have four players that have no movement clauses, uh, those players must automatically be protected. So for the stars, let's unless let's, they were injured, right? Um, Wasn't that an incorrect. exception? Incorrect. I don't. I'm not no? sure. I'm not sure. I don't think that's correct. I don't think it matters. Okay. So if they have okay, a no I movement clause, I don't think they. I think you have to no matter what. So, okay, so uh, the here's the route that I went, and I'll go ahead and start. Um, here's the players that I protected. Um, obviously, you have to protect Sagan, Ben, and Radulov. Um, some people have said that you could maybe make a, make a reason for not protecting Radulov if he didn't have a no-movement clause, but I would probably protect him anyways. Um, I'm actually going to go the seven forwards, three defensemen, one goaltender route. Okay, uh, for a couple of reasons. Yeah. As um, almost everybody should. Yes, <laughs> which you should. Um, unless you have like a, a like stout decor, 
that you want to protect, I feel like most teams will go this route. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do. Um, uh, I'm going to protect Joe Pavelski, and I know that's going to, you know, I might be rolling some heads there. Um, and then I'm going to protect the obvious ones in Rope Hints and uh, where is he? Can't find him. There he is, Dennis Gariano. Okay, so that leaves me with one more forward to protect. Um, and who I'm going to go with is, and believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Jason Dickinson. Uh, Chris will not be surprised by that, but uh, I have reasons for that. Okay? I can't be upset, So that's though. my – those are my seven forwards that I protect. Um, <sighs> defense, it's really easy. I'm going to protect Lindell, Klingberg, and Hayskinen. I feel like that's really obvious. Uh, I don't see how you could protect – make an, an argument for any uh, anybody else. And then obviously Ben Bishop has to be protected. Okay. So those are so those are my players, okay? So the most notable players out of these remaining that are eligible eligible to be taken by Seattle in the expansion draft. Probably the biggest one other than Jamie Alexiak, which I don't think they will take Jamie Alexiak because I don't think he will sign with uh, Seattle if he is picked. So they may just waste their pick. He goes to free agency. The Stars sign him in free agency. So I don't think they will sign. They will go after Alexiak. I do, however, think that the pick will be Radic Foxa. And I think Radic Foxa will be will be taken. Um, and the main reason why I chose uh, Dickinson over Foxa is I know Foxa it was hurt this season and he wasn't playing his best, but Dickinson just showed how versatile he can be throughout the lineup and that's one thing that Radic Foxa doesn't do I know Foxa wins faceoffs, but so does Jason Dickinson mm. Dickinson played on the second line he played on the first line sometimes he was he was on the third line the fourth line whatever so I penalty think kill. Yeah, on the penalty kill yeah I don't think he played on the power play but he definitely played on the penalty kill so that is uh that's mine. That's who I think will be uh, taken by the Seattle Kraken. Will be Roderick Explain Fox. Explain the exemptions. What are the what are the uh, what makes a person exempt? Um, if they are in the first two years of, if they're a rookie or in their second year, they're automatically exempt, hundred percent. So, and then the other thing is, is I don't know the exact number of games, but they have to have played a certain amount of games in the NHL in order to be considered for the expansion draft. So I, I couldn't tell you the exact numbers. It, it, there, it's very yeah. complicated, but just to there's save time. There's a bunch time, of other exemptions yeah, as there's, well. So. Yeah, there's like injuries. Like if the person was hurt for more than half of this season, they don't have to be taken and, you know, all this other stuff. So, uh, I mean, yeah, okay. it, it's a lot. Moving on to mine, which is the correct one. Golly, Chris, you're just throwing shade left and right. Did, did you eat your Wheaties today? Are, are you sure that you're happy today? I eat Frosted Flakes. Um, <laughs> we're going to protect Roddick Foxa instead of J Jason Dickinson. So all the rest is the same, but we're protecting Roddick Foxa. So you still um, protect Joe Pavelski? Yeah, still protect Joe Pavelski. He, he was our best forward, which is sad, but, you know, points-wise, that is fact. So yeah, we're we're protecting Joe Pavelski because we need goals. We can't afford to not have goals. 
And we can't say we're not going to protect him and, oh, they won't take him because he's old. Because, yeah, they will. They need a face. That's what that's what and Vegas Joe Pavelski did, is so. definitely a face. Yeah. So we're protecting Joe Pavelski, and we're going to protect Roddick Foxa. Uh, mainly because Roddick Foxa is a specialized bottom six forward, and he's great at that job. He's a great checking forward. He's great on the penalty kill. He actually can win faceoffs, unlike Jason Dickinson, who has never been over fifty percent faceoff percentage in his entire career. False. So you lied. You lied to the people. False. False. I'm looking at the stats right now. <laughs> I'm literally staring at them. Okay. This season it... he had a forty-six point three. All right. Well, and then defense. Defense. Yeah, so we're just gonna ignore it. Wow. Wow. What? Wow. I'm Hypocrisy. Not it. We're Hypocrisy. getting on it. Shush. Ronnie okay. Fox actually can win faceoffs. His penalty killing is amazing because of the faceoff wins and because he's a great checking forward. He's a big guy. He still can develop into a goal scorer. Like, he has all those capabilities there. This season, he was bad, and we see that now. It was because he was literally injured all season on the hand, which I don't know if you noticed, but you use your hands a lot in hockey. So that's pretty important. And he was still a useful guy on our team. Like, even with a terrible injury, that's probably extremely painful every time he played. So, yeah. We're taking Roddick Foxa. Jason Dickinson, I liked him a lot more this year. He had a great year this year. But that's just going to make him a great player for Seattle. Congratulations, Seattle. Dickinson's better. Yeah, with that face-off percentage is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming that your defense is the same, though? Of course, yeah. My of defense course. is the- I-, I don't. It, you you yeah. really can't make an argument to take anybody else, right? Yeah. To keep I mean, anybody we, else. I feel like those three defensemen are like three of the best defensemen in our division. Like I do hope we get to keep Alexiak too, but uh, he will stay. Uh, I, I you I, think he, so? Oh, I, I'm a hundred percent positive. I I, I what it, here's what I think is happening. Um. So Jamie Alexiak is a free agent, right? Yeah, UFA. He's a UFA right now. Okay, there's a very specific reason why he's not signing a contract right now. And why would that be? Because then he could be selected. Right. So as soon as he signs that extension, if he signs that extension, then that makes that contract can then be taken directly from the Stars to the Kraken. And I feel like, you know, regardless of our whole, you know, Fox at Dickinson thing, they wouldn't take either one of those guys. If Alexiak oh, yeah. had had an, had an extension, I mean, they're yeah, hands Absolutely. down. Jamie Alexiak would be their pick, N- no question. Um, and plus, I don't think Jamie Alexiak wants to leave the Stars. I think he wants to stay the Stars. I think he found himself a good partner with uh, Miro Heiskanen, and he's fantastic with Miro. And so him being an unrestricted free agent, him being an unrestricted free agent is helping us out and, and it, allowing us to be able and to... himself out too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we have the money for it because we still got to sign the dude named Miro as well. So I think I think he resigned. That's coming I up. I did. Um, Alexiak is such a great defenseman now, and he really showed it this year that he's ready to get paid. And like he's he's not old yet, but like he's getting towards the peak of his he's he's gonna get his career. He needs to get gonna some get money. a race. He's gonna get a race. I have no doubt about that. But but I. I don't he's, think that he's going to take a pay cut to stay with us if someone else offers him more money. If we want him, we have to pay him the most. 
I can, if it was an outrageous amount, like if he got a $7 million contract, I'd say, yeah. He's not going to get that, though. No, but I mean, but even it, if it's I half a million I think the stars more. are going to pay him. I think the stars are going to pay him. Um, I where, don't... where are we going to take money out later when we have to pay for, for Miro Heiskanen, though? We like, will, that's we will... not going to come from nowhere. Yes, but look at who's coming off the books in the next couple of years. You've got several players who are coming off the books in a couple of years, and that's going to help a ton. Okay, Here's the other thing. Who else is coming off the book this year? Andrew Cogliano is coming off the books this year. Blake Como is coming off the books this year. Uh, it looks I didn't like realize Steven Cogliano got paid that much. Actually, he, that's, he did. That's um, veteran money. And yeah. y- you know, and I don't think Stephen Johns is returning. I think he's going to retire here fairly soon. Yeah. And I, 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 I think it was like on Instagram or something like that. He put a very vague. Uh, Instagram post and said something along the lines of uh, how can you close a door when it's just opened or something like that. Something like that. And it kind of led us, a lot of Stars fans, to believe that he was contemplating retiring just because of his his, uh, his, what is it, migraines, right? Well, yeah, concussions, and that's what's causing headaches. (laughs) Right. Okay. And then obviously you have to protect Ben Bishop. So, Chris, who who does uh, Seattle take? Who does Seattle take? Uh, I think the best pick for Seattle is uh, is Jason Dickinson. Um, but if we can find a way to strike a deal so that they can take Anton Hudobin, and I've talked about this at our end-of-season podcast as well, if we can find a way to get Anton Hudobin off the books and not have to take any of his contract and not have to buy him out, that's going to be a huge move for Jim Nill. That's his... That's his big goal for this offseason, in my opinion, is get Anton Hudobin off the books and make it cheap. And, yeah. So if, if we can convince somehow, either with a trade, something like that, to get we'd have to, to get, get We'd have to give him a first-round pick. I, or at least a second round, I would think. If you can do it for a second, I'd say you do it. But <sighs> Okay. All right. Uh... All right, Dad. Your turn. Who do you, who do you, who are we keeping and stuff? Who are you? You know, protecting? I I don't see a lot of options other than the ones that y'all have done. I was looking to see if there's anything that I could uh, say that was different. I I guess I lean more towards Chris's picks. Um, I think I'd protect yeah. Foxa over. I'm the over oldest Dickinson. dad. You're supposed to love your oldest ba- son more. Face offs. Face <laughs> offs. That, we like versatility. Possession. Jason Dickinson can play up and down. I, the lineup. Uh, I, you you have you have pled Dickinson's case well over the season, and I think he's done a good job himself on it, but not enough to get get him over Fox in my mind anyway. He's also a lot uh, cheaper. Talking about signing Miro Haskinen, just saying. <laughs> when do we have to pay him and how much so restricted 2021 this season this season we have to pay him so yeah i i i I think that kind of forces their hand too um now here is an interesting thing that i wanted to uh point out uh because this is something that a couple of guys on the uh I almost said Corey Perry fan club, but it's not Corey Perry anymore. Uh, the Jason Robertson fan club said on – it's a Facebook group. They actually said that they may 
they might take Adam Masherin instead. Um, and what's what's interesting about that pick is the fact that yes, he is a restricted fee free agent, so the Kraken would hold the rights to to Adam Masherin, and Adam had a fantastic season in the AHL and showed that he could score. Um, whether that translates to the NHL, that's that may be a risk that that you'd be willing to take if you're the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. For for everybody else who was wondering, like, wasn't there a certain amount of games that you have to play in the NHL? Yeah, I have no idea how he qualifies for expansion right. Ex- ex- exactly. This that's, makes that's no what sense. I'm saying. I don't know. There's so how... many exceptions to the rules here. It's so hard to follow. <laughs> but well, I think and, I think and, he was one of the guys who was eligible for some reason somehow. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. But uh, that's an interesting pick. That could be a uh, you know high risk, high reward kind of pick for Seattle. So. I think that's highly be, unlikely. It, I, I wouldn't be completely surprised if they chose him over, you know, Jason Dickinson, Roddick Foxa, or Anton Hudobin. Uh, at this point, I don't see how they take Anton Hudobin unless we, you know, sweeten the pot, Sweet give him something. Pot. Well, I mean, if if they would actually consider doing that for a restricted free agent on a forward, why wouldn't they do it for Alexiak? I mean, defensemen are... Because Alexiak is a UFA. Yeah, so he has complete... Alexiak is six years older, so he has complete... He's played in the league long enough to where the the Dallas Stars don't hold his rights as a player anymore. Gotcha. So he's he's eligible to go to whatever team he wants to. So... Yep. But, uh... But yeah, uh, that was fun. Um, we ha- we'll expansion have expansion drafts are weird. Yeah, expansion drafts are very weird. But good thing this is probably the so, last one ever. So yeah. we'll we'll see Seattle in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals next year. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. I sure what? hope not. Oh, that eh. wouldn't it be great if it was like Vegas and Seattle in the conference final? That would no. Be, that would well, be. That would be no. hilarious. It would not. Well, it wouldn't happen first off because Seattle and Vegas are in the same division. So no, they're in the same division? Yeah, Dang. they're in the West Coast, dude. Arizona's co- moving to the Central next year. Oh, yeah, so, I remember that. Might be. Might so, be. Uh, anyways, uh, so I- if you're a fan of the Seattle Kraken, what's your expectations for the Seattle team? Because, obviously, I, I, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, because... I mean, do, you look do at they Vegas. have a GM? Do they have a GM like Vegas had? They have Ron Francis. He is the one that built the Carolina Hurricanes. The way they Second are right round now. at least. So, in they could go multiple ways, and there are so many variables that's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, a lot of people are, you know, crying foul because. Oh well, they're paying a they're paying money to get into the league, and they get a really good team right off the bat. Because there will be good players that are available for the Seattle Kraken, uh, and and that's kind of why I'm kind of like, guys, just shut up. They're paying six hundred and fifty ex- million dollars to join the league. Six hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't think you can dollars. expect anything like what Vegas did. I um, agree. In, I agree in all in all reality, I mean, to be able to pull that many middle of the road players together 
and put them into a cohesive unit to make the Stanley Cup Finals, that's just not happening again, I don't think. Well, it, the, I the mean, draft, we, we the said that about – rules we said were the that, same, so. Right. And yeah, we, we said, said that about Vegas. We said they were going to suck for five years. And we were and like, I, And I still believe that's might. true. I still believe that's going to be true for, for Seattle. I think it, I think that was really unique. Uh, it would really surprise me if they came in that strong. But possible. Yeah, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I don't. I, I mean, would I be super surprised? No, because we've already seen it <laughs> in our lifetime. But uh, I just don't see it happening. I just remember. But we've also seen Toronto lose to Montreal. <laughs> yeah, that was that's stupid. Uh, I, I I don't know what to expect if if you're a Seattle fan. I, I guess you're just happy that you have a hockey team in Seattle. That's right. <laughs> I guess right. We'll just go with that. So expect rain. Is that is that what we should say? <laughs> yeah. What a lovely place. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seattle. It's yeah, beautiful I, in May, man. I had a, such a beautiful trip up there one time. I had to keep every telling every other time of the year is just. How do you keep telling my wife that this is not the way it normally is? <laughs> man, I want to live where it rains every day so I can be depressed constantly. Right. I think that don't they have like the highest suicide rate in the country or something like that? Yes, they do. I wouldn't like, be surprised. That's an objective yeah. fact. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's in like that's a that's a real thing. I think goodness. I I think they're first, but just barely, uh, to, uh, Juneau, Alaska, because Juneau, if they, Alaska. If they play like Toronto, then they'll have another reason to kill yeah. themselves. It'll 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 <laughs> oh, get higher. Oh, straight again. All right. We oh end, God. We end this podcast before <laughs> before we get canceled. Um, okay, okay, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, guys. Thank you guys for joining. Uh joining tonight it's been fun uh uh hopefully we'll have another episode here in a couple of weeks uh we're getting closer and closer to the expansion draft we're getting closer to uh uh e- every day to free agency uh you know i don't know what to expect from free agency so it'll be fun um along we're with we're getting closer to october yeah that's yes. what i'm more excited yes. that's a good point we're much i'm way more excited for that all right, along with Chris and our father, David Chambers, I am Ryan. Thank you guys for tuning in to Sarcastic Remarks. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. and Stay alive, Seattle fans. Stay alive so yep. you can watch us again next time. And go Canes. Catch you guys on the flip side. Good night.